man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. All right, welcome to the bunkhouse. Woo! Hello now. And am I glad to be back in the bunkhouse. This feels good. Nice and cool in here this morning. Welcome, it's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, you get us live, or you may be listening to us on the recorded podcast, 24-7, 365, on your favorite podcast platform. My name is TJ Graney, in the bunkhouse with me now is the elusive Cody Ryan. The elusive? <laughs> yeah, you've gone one. I'm gone one week. week, and the whole thing falls apart, <laughs> and... I, I mean, it's just you abandoned us. Really, it really shows who you know holds this whole thing together. The uh, glue of this, the glue of yes. The and I want to introduce him right now, which is the beef. Oh yeah, well, that was All very right. rude. Steak. This goes in the house. <laughs> Ty wires the ranch in that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open. Make sure the pot belly stove got fired up this morning. Thank goodness. Put screw in the screen door to make sure it stays on the hinges and uh want to thank our sponsor for this segment of the show mcbride's guns hey mcbride's guns family owned and operated there's no more important time to start your collection of firearms than right now with the uncertainty of the way our world is going right now it's good to have a couple of firearms different shades and different working mechanisms right beef oh yeah can't have enough i don't think go on they got a gunsmith on staff if you got a rifle that's not shooting right maybe it, you can't get it centered in maybe you're having trouble getting oh maybe the, now both the grannies are on that oh yeah if you got a youth if you need a youth rifle they got them too hey our friends at mcbride's guns can help you with all that anything firearm they'll help you with it they're in the same place they've been for years, 30th and Lamar. Call them 472 3532. 472 3532. That's area code 512. Or just go online, com. They're our hometown gun shop. Well, man. Opening day, weather TJ. Weather changed a little bit. Yeah, huh? but it has now. But last weekend, it was hot. It was different. It was the worst opening day. Where I hunt, they've said, the guy that's hunted out there for 23 years said opening day was the worst he's ever seen it. You know, it's weird because there's deer, dead deer all over the roads. 
Well, it must be I mean, wandering out at night then, right? They're everywhere. I mean, I, I bet you there's five or six of them between the farm and the bunkhouse. It's crazy. Well, they're not going in my shooting lane. They're not heading to the shooting lane. So, that <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just and, and and the ground here is covered with acorns. Yeah, it started dropping really fast those, down. Those big acorns out in front of your place, Cody, in front of the farm, or they are? Is there acorns all over the ground? Yeah, the acorns have been falling for a long time now, and that's part of the problem. That's why you're not seeing any deer because you're so used to we are so used to sitting in front of a corn feeder where deer come out and we get a plethora of opportunity through uh, multiple different deer that visit the corn feeders. And guess Man, what? How scientific is that? They're oh. just not coming to the corn feeders because they don't need to <laughs> right now. I don't think the rut was fully on last week. They, it was, I don't think no, the rut is even on yet. Not even close. The rut that... It changes depending on where you hunt big time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think Thanksgiving in Texas, I, I believe between Thanksgiving and Christmas are, is your biggest swing of rutting activity through Texas area. So, well, and then depending on where you are, that's the time we see the bigger bucks is when with the rut, otherwise they kind of, don't come around as much. Don't obviously come out. Yeah, we're. I'm just not seeing them unless they're dead on the side of the road. They're just not showing up. And, and, and uh, but I, I'm I'm willing. I'm this willing. this cold weather snap that hit a day or two ago. Yeah, uh, I guess That's yesterday. Do something right. Well, I I've just noticed on just the uh, in laws. You know, we've got some of those phone. Uh, game cell cameras cams. cell yeah. cams that send pictures to mm -hmm. your phones and uh, on three different blinds and i've noticed just in the past two days since it got cold uh deer that bucks i mean nothing giant of course um but deer that we have not seen ever showing up and i think the cold weather kind of gets them going i think they yep. they do they'll they'll burn up or, or, or the acorns will rot out here soon. And, uh, they'll start coming to the corn. You boys just be patient. They'll come to your little corn pile. That's been building up. Listen to you. Thank oh goodness. my gosh. So Thank the, goodness. uh, the ranch owner, he has five different ranches in the area where people hunt on. He said across the board, all of them were saying the same thing, not get, you know, for opening weekend. And so we were all speculating, texting, you know, oh, it's acorns. Oh, it's the heat. Oh, it's it. And he goes, I think they're just waiting for uh, the turnout of the elections on Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Well, I, they, I didn't even want to go there. I don't want to. No, know. but they, the deer were waiting like bother. everybody else. <laughs> Should have went and voted. Uh, you know, I talked to a guy last night at our men's event where big old uh -huh. barbecue, smoking, pulled pork, sausage, blah, 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 and KOZ. And Church he said event. he was from Kentucky and he came down here about a year ago. And he said, You're on the, I, I think you were on the radio, right? Oh, yeah, TJ and Cody. Mm -hmm. And so um, he goes, I listened to y'all up in Paducah, Kentucky before I came down here. Paducah. I've been in Paducah. I've actually stayed in Paducah, Kentucky. 
Yeah. I can't it, remember Paducah, why. Kentucky's my favorite town in Kentucky. I had a girlfriend from a, Paducah. There must be a lake around there somewhere, a river or something. Oh, yeah, there is, of course. You yeah, know. Land Between the Lakes. Where they play just random stuff on their satellite radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, super excited. Well, you know, I put up some of those cell cam uh, cameras around our place, and I actually have one out kind of facing the road that dr- the county road behind our place i don't think you should talk about you working with the government now, you know everybody what? knows i'm pretty much a game warden and a cop that is already. not okay to say that everybody is he's got his not little junior game warden badge just, that he showed me i know you're jealous but just you just because you just have a sticker that you stole from that kid. <laughs> you know, I was over there uh, visiting. We were, I was sighting in a, a rifle over at TJ's. And yeah, guess what? He got on the phone with the game warden and they talked about, oh, yeah, I saw this over here and come check it out at night. And yeah, well, that's right. He you uh, went over there and sighted in your rifle. And yeah. And now TJ's wondering why he doesn't see any deer. Let's show up at his place because there's so bullets the flying camera, every which direction because uh, peace takes over there. They were uh, going every which direction. It was interesting. Got rid of those funny cats. because that camera that faces the county road, it's got, we have had fox, we've had bobcat. We've had coyotes and deer all walking down the road <laughs> from that camera. I mean, I've never seen a bobcat one in, in almost two years out there on any of my cameras or anything. And we got photos now of bobcat, fox, coyotes, and deer walking down the road. What did the fox That's say? cool. When he walked <laughs> what by. What did the fox say? <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it it must be just in the exact right place where they're without intentionally putting it there. There's a crossing, and um, so it's been pretty cool. I I love watching watching the wildlife. I love watching what happens out there. It's uh, it's a it's lot of fun watching that part. It's it's cool to kind of analyze and look over and. You know, just like someone would do when they binge on Netflix, right? You got that road, uh, <laughs> you got that camera facing the road, and you're surprised. But what do you walk down? You don't walk through the middle of the briar patch. You walk down the road. Mm. I would I think mean, they're all taking easy That is really, really <laughs> a heavy thought. I'm going to have to really think about that. Yeah, especially oh, they had goodness. their little thumb up. I can't tell. And they were like hitchhiking, and they had a little hope. That was supposed to be funny. I didn't didn't hear it. Well, I got you turned I wasn't, I couldn't hear it because I was still thinking about what Cody said before, and so I can only get one thought at a time to go through here. Anyway, well, welcome, folks, to the Outdoor Zone. But I I did get a deer last weekend. I had to stay over to Sunday night. And had, uh, you know, you get 30 minutes after sunset, and I was down to 28 minutes, had two minutes left, and finally pulled the trigger on a doe. Largest doe we've taken out there. So that was a good thing after all weekend of nothing. Yeah, that's one way to, one way to 
the excited. The largest dough we've ever taken. There you go. See, I'm looking at the positive. You well, they learn got, they from weigh me. Them. They weigh them. They got a little system out there. We do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, hey, we got to take a break. And uh, coming back on the flip side, we got to get a little information from Cody on how the fishing went. And, uh, and I'm, I'm in the process of trying to work Cody over to get this whole trip to Amistad here in the first part <laughs> of the year when the big girls are flopping around lazily. Hanging around the thick stuff. I, I don't know what there. any of that means. Hopefully, Man, it's those, fishing those that he's talking about. Those big girls that are those sow, sow fish or whatever. whatever. <laughs> I forget what we call those big old oh, my bass. Gosh. <laughs> They're just <laughs> lazily hanging around down there. Man, it, it, it big bass season starts here in Texas pretty quick. Hey, we'll, we'll close gonna... this thing out. We'll talk about that, plus all your favorite segments. News of the Weird coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter for the third year in a row. The number one drive appeal among large light-duty pickups is, of course, it's the Ram, according to J.D. Power and T.J. Graney. And more truck owners are switching to Ram. During Ram Power Days, the best place to buy your new Ram is where they have been selling them for over 38 years. And for a very limited time, 0% 0% financing is still available in 2022 loan, Ram Lone Stars trucks with lender approval. Truckloads of the 2022 crew cabs, quad cabs, Lone Stars, heavy duties. It doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection and we're ready for anything. At the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin, come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 621 in Austin. See all savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Bass fishing world and the uh, Bass Masters had the final event, the net final nation event, the Bass Nation uh, Championship, which secured the final three spots for the Bassmaster Classic and the final spot for the Bassmaster Elite Series. So, um, they've got, uh, three of the Bass Nation guys. Basically, these are the guys from around the country that fish different clubs, uh, that are sanctioned by Bassmaster and Bassmaster sanctioned bass clubs. Well, those who qualify from each of those areas, states, regions, whatever, move on to the Bass Nation championship and, uh, and they retain one spot for the Bassmaster Elite Series for from that event plus three spots i believe it is in the bassmaster classic so it's a pretty cool opportunity for just the guy that maybe can't get out and fish uh you know larger tournaments take off weeks and weeks of work uh you know to be able to still bass fish and then live out part of the dream that the deal is now that you know one of these guys has to uh you know that wins i believe uh, Will Davis Jr. is the one who won. Now, I guess, has to uh, 
decide, you know, or, or try and talk to his company, his boss, if he has one his uncle, his yeah. grandfather. <laughs> well, no, who, who he's the entry, pay, entry fees and all that are paid for. But what he has to do is he has to be able to take off work for nine weeks, 10 weeks, 11 weeks, if he's got a regular job. So, so wait, this is like the, the local BASS clubs, basically they have, this is the local guys and they get two slots into the classic if they do this. Well, they get three if they win their division in the, uh, national championship yeah i mean they've worked their way up through the ranks to get to where they are it's not like an easy you know hey go fish this and see if you can win for us old <laughs> old boy you know this is one where they have to win their region and then you know whatever whatever yeah, those man, steps are what a but, what an op uh, you, you gotta to get into the classic or to be get a slot for the elite that's yeah a it's pretty, a huge deal that's a pretty good opportunity. It's almost, I mean, it's hard to get a slot for the elite or to get to a, a slot. Well, for the class. Yeah. But this guy is beat out. You know, I mean, if you were to put it all together, he's, you know, these guys, these, these few Bassmaster classic qualifiers and these, and this one that makes it to the Bassmaster elite series has, I mean, effectively beat out a hundred thousand anglers. If you think about all of them in all the different clubs around the country. So it's not an easy task wow. by any means. It's probably the, the most difficult, to be honest with you, to, to make it to that. Uh, it, you know, you go to a Bassmaster Open, you got a bigger entry fee, but you only got 200 guys to beat. You know, you win one of those, you go to the Bassmaster Classic. So, I mean, you can look at it a multitude of different ways, but pretty cool opportunity for those uh, and now have some decision decisions to be made and um major league fishing in the bass fishing world continuing in the bass fishing world major league fishing announced a couple weeks ago that their uh format is going to change yet again so the bass pro tour that you see where they catch every fish counts you hear every fish counts mm -hmm. they catch as many as they can they weigh them on the scale that's changing that's going to be best five fish again, uh, which not again, I guess they've never been best five fish, but the common guy we've talked about for years can't relate to, well, he just caught 86 fish for 142 pounds. Like, what does that mean? Does he catch a bunch of two pounder? It like, I don't, that I is can't so, do that math. That in my is head. so true. That so, is so true. They've changed their, their entire thing has always been every fish counts every catch way release every fish counts catch way release every fish counts look it's ingrained in my head it's buried in my head but that's not going to be the case any longer so the bass pro tour will go to best five fish they're still going to do catch way release so i guess that's what they'll be leaning on or holding to um but Yes, it's best five fish. They're actually going to break it up. At some point, you make it into the qualifying round or whatever, it, and then the weights start over. So it's not four or five days of carrying your weight over. It's uh, two days and two days, I believe it is. I have, a, I have, a, I have this prediction that they're going to be doing this uh, tournament, and then eventually they'll add where they 
hook up to the boats and they pull them up to the stage and guys carry their fish onto the stage. <laughs> and then this whole thing, it's going to go. That's way too advanced. Uh, That'll never be... happen. They got to put, then they got to put little fish aquariums in every boat to keep the fish alive. Oh, oh they'd have yeah, air raiders or something in them. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Little fish but, aquariums. But I just think, how cool would that be if they, if you caught fish and then you, brought them up and people could watch you weigh them in and they make a big deal out of all it. All right, all right. Well, at least they're <laughs> at least they are it's relatable now. The Bass Pro Tour is now relatable. They're not catching 47 fish for 119 pounds or whatever. You know, it's something that you and I can look at and go, "Oh, all we got to do is divide by 5." He had 12 pounds today. Well, okay. That's more manageable. I can't to divide understand. twelve by five. It's not going to work. I thought for me. they were doing it, does. it. It's a decimal. I thought they were doing it to gain <laughs> a bigger audience and get more people in that wouldn't normally be bass heads. I, what, I mean, by opening all that up. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. So, I don't know. Uh, the. Also made some changes this week. The organizational changes made for Major League Fishing. A bunch of hoopla, basically, uh, folks that have been around. Um, some people retiring. Um, other people moving around. Well, now that... Boy Duckett, co-founder of Major League Fishing, will move in the, into the role of president and CEO, while Kathy Fennell, which was the president and CEO of FLW... Uh, which was acquired by MLF. Uh, Kathy Fennell will move into the executive vice president and general manager of Major League Fishing role. So, so just the for the general person out there, from what I understand, uh, Major League Fishing was the, the top anglers kind of got together and created this, the, the uh, a handful of the, top anglers in the country got together and created this fishing tour. And, uh, and those are some of the guys that are retiring and moving out of the way and letting some of these. No, mm -mm. No. no, some of the top anglers that created this now are still fishing it, uh, and, and not moving out of the way, actually moving up in the ranks. <laughs> One of the guys, boy, duck it, which has fished it for years, uh, still fishes. But I guess now he's going to be president and CEO and angler of the league. Player coach. So that'll be kind of interesting. Never, I've never seen anything like that. It'll be interesting to see how that role takes place. Okay. Uh, I just thought there was some of those other guys, the uh, Davis, uh, some of those other guys that had been around Bass for years and all those other There's a couple of guys that have ownership in it. I don't know what the ownership looks like. They're that are not it's not a public uh a public stake in the company i guess or a, you know it's not public to know what they do or what they hold uh, percentage wise and all that um so i don't i don't have any idea i don't have any idea where any of that is so. well for a bunch of bass fishermen they've done pretty good so far yeah i i, I guess so they're they adapt change and overcome and adapt <laughs> change colors and uh, <laughs> so 
Anyway, hey, let me tell you about finding affordable, top quality healthcare options. You know, it can be tricky for the sportsmen and entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed, but Altura HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance, however, it offers powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. It's a health care sharing ministry, which means that members commit to a statement of standards, which includes a healthy lifestyle. We contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's exactly how it works. I have it. I'm covered by it. My family, I have my family covered by Altrua HealthShare, fully confident and uh in the program there you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org altrua health share where we care for one another uh coming up next news of the weird if it hadn't got weird enough it will on the flip side you get it only one place it's the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse you can find us 24 7 365 at the This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. The Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yes, we are so honored to be here with you here in the outdoor, here in the bunkhouse, the outdoor zone, we're always shopping for mother nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page. Just go to the outdoor zone, go to the outdoor zone, check out our new website too, theoutdoorzone.com. Uh, Hey, you know, beef. Yeah. Speak, about- well, speaking of being honored, I wanted to bring up that last week was, uh, you know, veterans day right? Last, last, uh, Thursday and sun automotive was a big sponsor of the honor flight that left Austin, Texas and took those, I think something like 65 to 70, um, vets, you know, uh, veterans, you, you know, into, uh, into Washington to see that. So I just want to say thank you, sun auto for that. And, uh, you know, sun auto, that's where I take my wife's vehicle. She won't let me touch hers. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate. They take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Where do I go? I go to the one on 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park or 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them all week and you get great Facebook maintenance tips. You can look at all the uh, coupons that they've got every week at sunautoservice.com. All right, now it's time for our news of the weird segment. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, uh, 
it was pretty funny this week i was just kind of looking through some of the stuff that we collect over the week and beefs our information uh procurement specialist and uh i was looking at this one so i i visit national parks regularly during the year uh, it's one of the things that i like to do i'm a huge proponent supporter of the national parks and i think a lot of you guys a lot of our listeners have been through a national park maybe been up on a, a mountain somewhere maybe even drove through a mountain and saw a beautiful mountain lake in the distance and you think those things are full of fish full of trout or full of whatever it is cutthroat or brownies or rainbows or whatever and 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 it happens down here south too but um you see those mountain trout and you think man how how did those fish get in there what what was that how did that happen and there's all kinds of stories about birds going from pond to pond with eggs on their feet and uh all different kinds of um and just just different ways people believe that but a lot of those lakes are stocked mm. by the national parks and uh, national park wants to use rat poison to get rid of fish. They brought in <laughs> was this article that you uh, found for us in this glacier national park in Montana is a fisherman's paradise. Hundreds of snow fed lakes pepper the park home to over 20 species of fish, including six kinds of trout. Because it's federal land, no license is required to cast a reel. But in a war warming world, the National Park Service is hoping to transform one of the Glacier National Park's coldest lakes into a refuge for a species of trout. And what they did was they brought in some rainbows into this lake. And the rainbows took off. They just they kind of hybridized a little bit. But they took off, and now they're just flourishing in this lake, which you would think that's what you want to do, right? You would mm-hmm. you would think that's the objective is to to put a native style fish in there, and that they would just take off. Well, they well, took off until until you have um, a budget meeting coming up, and you don't have any. <laughs> you, you have fun, too much money left in the coffer, and you have to spend it, or you're not going to get that same amount next year. And you're saying that's why, huh? You want me to well, get political on it? I mean, yeah, yeah. there's a lot well, of truth. So what happened, what happened in this particular lake is that the uh, they considered the trout non-native because they put them in there, and there was some cutthroat in there, and they and the cutthroat were native, and they want to protect. So they want to protect one fish over another fish, right? But what they're and so what they want to do is they want to just like clean it out and start over again. Yeah, because even though these populations are doing really well, really healthy, but somebody came up with this idea to just wipe out the lake and then with let rat it re- poison with rat with with a type of fish poison. It's basically rat poison. Mm. Brilliant. The, it, I mean, it and sounds the environmentalists. The environmentalists are in on the deal. Of course like, they are. Okay. Yeah, of course they are. They've packaged it and tied it up with a pretty little bow that makes it sound like it's a reasonable uh, excuse to spend federal dollars. And I think it's the sick. I think it's 
it's almost as smart as putting, uh, let's say, grass carp in a lake that is <laughs> I knew been that's managed where you were going to go with it. for thirty years, just fine, no issues, managed properly for thirty years to uh, you know eat all the vegetation, and then you start complaining because the water turns colors, the uh, edges of the of the you know, lake start eroding away. People's property starts e- falling into the lake. <sighs> so, so they had they had a an environmentalist group that did kind of step in to say, and and they're planning on doing this next year in some lakes around the Grand Canyon. And I mean, they're talking about nuking some different lakes in the national parks. That it it's an interesting concept. And the deal is the alternatives so they have some people going well we should just have like a fishing derby and just let kids come out and fish and we'll catch them all out of there <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i mean right. that's that's really some of the stuff that they were trying to come up with ridiculous idea let's just throw rat poison in there that'll be much more well, the reason they the reason they want to poison them because it's done in a week right instead right. of this slow process where they take a year to get them all out of there by having, you know, fishing tournaments and netting and electroshocking and all the things that they would have to do. It's just like, let's just nuke them. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing where the environmentalists are working with the national parks in a toxic kind of way that, just an interesting weird thing to hear you you apply that same thought process and the other side of the aisle brings it up and it's an outrage <laughs> so it all it all depends on who brings it up well and then <laughs> yep. and then there's on the other side of that uh which is exactly right and then on the other side of that there's a i found a a a new story this week it was a a, a a story on a guy whose job is to chase this uh chase the ducks off of a lake i want to hear that <laughs> i want to hear that let's talk about it on the flip side hey i want to tell you about parts view partsview.com is an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs i was looking on there the other day they have the prop that i need you know i was in uh, up in Florida last week and tore an ear off one of my props and uh, I got to get a new prop. So I went on parts view and sure enough, there it is. So I got to add that to my shopping cart next partsview.com is an online one-stop shop for all of your boating needs. Parts views mission is to help boaters enjoy each and every day on the water. Parts view offers more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright AFCO, Turning Point Propellers, TNH Marine, 303 Sea Choice, and so many more. Partsview prides itself on great prices, fast shipping, and handy maintenance kits, which is where I met the folks at Partsview. Ordering a maintenance kit for my boat, it had every little washer, nut, screw, everything you need right there in one package. Go see our friends at partsview.com. Coming up next, I want to hear the rest of that story about the waterfowl protection specialist. <laughs> Plus, we'll have your game warden field notes. You get it all in one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
2017. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yes, 24-7, 365 at your favorite podcast platforms. You may be listening to this live recorded podcast. Thank you for being tuning in, tuned in, and thank you for sharing us with your friends. Uh, this is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, drilling, junkie, Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse every week. Hey, our friends over at Keystone Bank, we all bank with Keystone and want to invite you to bank with them too. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank, for all the information. Uh, so we were talking a little bit about toxic lakes and uh, toxic lakes and how they how they happen. Uh, some of them are intentional and some of them are not. And saw this really interesting, uh, news piece on a lake in Montana. And I think it was by a, must've been by a mining operation and, uh, and it's packed full of arsenic. And what was the other thing that was in there? Um, but one of the, things that happens it's berkeley pit and uh arsenic and copper Hmm. arsenic and copper and what happens is if uh ducks or birds land on it during the migration if they stay in it long enough their legs get burned up (laughs) and they'll die if they stay on the water and so there's a guy and his job is to shoot around them, near them, in areas. So it's it's a it's a super fund site, right? So there's a whole there's millions and millions of dollars uh, packed around it to make sure that it's kept away. People are kept away from it, and uh, and so his job is every day he goes in and he shoots around these birds shoots blanks does whatever he can to keep all the birds and wildlife away from the water that's his job it'd be pretty sweet to shoot a copper-legged greenhead though <laughs> right oh, they man. land in there get, their one. legs get covered with silver and copper yeah that'd be sweet you wouldn't be carrying a a banded you know duck you would just be carrying the duck leg that's infused in copper <laughs> Well, it was pretty overthinking that pretty bizarre, but, and the guy, they did an interview with him and he says, yeah, I love my job. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) 
and gets got a nice on every little, day. He's got a nice little, they built him a nice little cabin right on the ridge of the lake. And he sits up in his little cabin, sees a duck land. He goes out there and shoots around it to scare it off and then goes back in and continues Netflix. You know binging. how much, you know how much you could learn about the species itself and different calls and you know all of that with the daily interaction with waterfowl i mean that's pretty cool right i mean you could you could take different calls and be like well that one didn't work they yeah but if you're calling them i think that's if you're calling them in the opposite of what he's trying yeah it's like yeah but then you just shoot at them and they fly away i mean (laughs) so a little dunk's okay we, yeah. You would be pretty good at this job, actually, Beefsteak. I knew you were going to go there. I this knew is it. like, come to think of it, this is like the perfect job for you. <laughs> you can use that 270 that we were working on. You can use your entire resume and be like, look, I've never hit anything flying before. Oh, I am the perfect candidate. On. Uh, Man, that's. I didn't realize that there was a job that just work i mean you couldn't sit down and write a more perfect job for you out in the woods the wilderness you get to use guns and you could your specialty it. of not hitting anything is exactly what they're looking so for. you could just sit on the front porch in your grundies and do you do your job that sounds yeah, pretty well, then sweet you wouldn't need the gun those ducks wouldn't come anywhere <laughs> near that shining light that that fluorescent bulb on the front porch that beacon (laughs) that beacon that big white beacon beacon oh my god full moon is Uh, out during the day so i mean uh, there's there's things out there like that that it you know we've we've made some mistakes in the past and um i just thought and and we've the super funds we put we've cleaned up tons of the super fun sites and there's, there's toxic areas out there that, you know, that happen. Um, but I just thought it was interesting guys, full-time gig probably makes a good, I mean, he's on the government Look, payroll. I'm not saying that this is a toxic lake, right? I believe they've named it that to sound that way, but this is probably a holding pond for, you know, a production of some sort, right? Of the minefield. No, it's sort. it's part of the Superfund. So it was something that years ago they figured out it was it was a dump. It was that in the past, right? And but I'm saying it's not like a it's not a lake that was. It's a it's a it's part of an old mine or something that got polluted in the past, right? It's not a it's not like this lake was. Oh polluted, yeah, it's not like what Town I'm Lake, like like Town Lake in Austin right. or Lady Bird Lake in Austin, where they polluted it after the fact. This was probably right. built as a, you know, like a, like a the mining pits, you know, become, you know, different mining pits become fantastic lakes later on in life, but they were man-made. This so, isn't like a natural lake that became, right? Yeah, I mean. Hey, so one thing, uh, beef, and I and I want to talk about this when we come back at the top of the hour. 
uh, beef used as electronic tag. Yeah. yeah, I don't like anything about it. Oh, well, we'll, we'll and, talk about and, and that. I think, beef, I think if you if I read your text right when you were doing that that day, uh, the meat processor had no experience with it. They were a little freaked out or a little bit. Let's talk about it. it on the flip side because we have another hour of your favorite outdoor radio show. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. On the flip side, we've got... Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that electronic tag thing. I don't like any part of it. <laughs> the Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that more. Change my mind, Beatsteak, on the flip side. I dare you. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Buckhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. If lost on a hill.